0: Radio brought to you in association with Links Property Maintenance.co.uk. You're listening to Big Boy Radio, pride, style, and unity since 1969.
1: This is Phil and Rick, and you are back with the Sunday edition of the Rocksteady Night program on Boo Boy Radio. How are you doing tonight, Rick? I'm doing pretty well. That is a wonderful thing to hear, man. I trust your week is going as well as can be.
2: Well, I'm off this week, so it's actually swimmingly good. Ah, uh,
1: off for Music Fest.
2: Yes. Well, that, I mean, that is a little bit of a down part there. Uh, you know, with the pandemic, Music Fest is basically canceled and only doing some virtual stuff. And uh, they, I think there's a, a couple of food trucks down by the steel stacks. Um, but in general, like I w- normally this time of year would be drinking in the streets and checking out bands for free. And I'm not. It's, it's a, that's, that's a little bit of a downer. But I don't have to work this week. So that brings it back up evens it out a little bit
1: so you have a boomer free week
2: i have boomer free week yes no digital meetings for me uh where we talk about stuff that people sent in emails that we are are all read already (laughs) Uh, none of that none of it yeah i don't have to deal with any work stress i don't have to micromanage it's good
1: you can just drink and not have to worry about the consequences
2: right i can have a few tonight i can have a few tomorrow if i wish and uh, get to sleep in a little bit.
1: So we kicked today's show off with a track by Byron Lee. That was the uh, the tune Dumplings. I dug that song.
2: Yeah, it was a good one. Um, I like Byron Lee and the Airs. I know there's some uh, purists out there who aren't keen on him, but I don't care. <laughs>
1: Pierce in the sense that he's not, like, 100% Jamaican?
2: No, more that, like, he was more of the, like, uh, on the tourist side of uh, the music scene. I could see that. But, you know what I mean? Like, uh, he was more of, like, that tourist club guy. Um, Even though he was playing these songs and, you know, in these popular tunes, he wasn't considered, like, by some, like, to be, like, the, a true, like, you know, artist or whatever. So... Um, but hey, you know, I think he did a great deal to help popularize the music, so I think so who too. am I to judge?
1: So they kind of view him as like the Dean Martin of Ska and Rocksteady.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I like Dean Martin. He always had a drink in his hand. <laughs> Not a bad thing. <laughs> kind, of, kind of like Julian from Trailer Park.
1: So, I don't know, man. Should we, uh, should we spin some tunes here? It looks like we got a oh. pretty, uh, pretty well put together show of, uh, I guess lots of, uh, older stuff, man. A lot of, a lot of old Rocksteady tunes today.
2: Yeah, I think we got into a mood. There's some, like, uh, two-tone era stuff in there, too. But uh, the older stuff seems to one out today, which is fine. I like that stuff a lot.
1: You know, it's, it's funny, because um, being that this is the, the Sunday show, previously, when I was doing them live, Sundays were always, well, not always, but uh, pretty much always, like, uh, old school. Yeah. So, it kind of fits format.
2: <laughs> there you go.
1: But uh, it's still good to mix it up sometimes. So, but... Uh, yeah, let's jump into it, man. I shook up the playlist and uh we'll see what the Magic 8 Ball has to has to give us. Excellent. righty, man, uh we'll kick it off then with the Viceroys. The name of the song is Give It to Him.
0: You're listening to Big boy Radio. Pride, style, and unity since 1969.
1: Well, that was the first set, and I think we did pretty well with that one, man. Agreed. That was a little bit of your stuff, a little bit of my stuff. hmm Kicked it off with a track by Glenn Adams. Name of that song was She's So Fine. Then we had uh, the Viceroy's as the Hot Tops. Name of that tune was Give It To Him. I had the Blues Busters with There's Always Sunshine. Junior English with I'm Loving You. And we wrapped it up with one of your favorites, which was Moon Hop by Derek Morgan.
2: Absolutely.
1: That's always such a good tune, man. It makes me feel happy.
2: Me as well. Uh, I, I just love that song. Um you know, it it was basically the inspiration for the Simmerip Skinhead Moon Hop song and it's just just a great tune. Yeah. You can't go wrong with Derek Morgan. No.
1: So I don't know, man. I don't have a hell of a lot to say today. <laughs>
2: No, I mean, it's, it's just a pandemic. It's not like we were going out and doing things. And <laughs> Plus, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs>
1: I've been having all kinds of allergies, so I, I don't know. And then when it rains, like this weather that's coming because we're supposed to get the tail end of that hurricane. Yeah. It's like when the pressure changes, it just it like my head explodes.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We're, I mean, we're supposed to be starting getting that tonight, as what I understand. Yeah, like
1: four inches of rain. Oh, good. Yeah, just what we need. Yeah. Actually, it is a little bit dry, but I'm glad I mowed my grass today. I did not. Mine was getting kind of long. I have them Japanese beetles, so I've been trying to leave it a little bit
2: longer. Mm-hmm.
1: But I have those humongous orange hornet type things that go in the ground and kill them.
2: Oh, you're talking about the uh, cicada killers. Yeah. They're like about like an inch and a half long look like a giant like you know hornet
1: oh yeah <laughs> i guess they're like an inch and a half i would say they're like 16 feet long
2: yeah they're, they're big they're they're really big oh yeah and about like almost two inches uh depending like you know on on and the, the thing with those is they're pretty much uh, will leave you alone uh, unless you directly mess with them uh they're after the cicadas
1: Right, but they're they're always in my grass, so I, I'm afraid yeah. I'm going to, like, run over, like, a hole or a hive, or I don't even know where they live. So it's like, I, I try to mow my grass, like, midday where it's, like, just hot as hell.
2: Yeah, <laughs> because <laughs> they, they try to avoid, like, disturbing, like, any wrath of insects.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, because they don't even want to be out there.
2: No. So, yeah,
1: I don't know. My life has been relegated to avoiding bugs. What do you say we get back into some Toonside? then? Let's do it. Yeah, I guess this next one here is one of yours. It's uh, Potato 5 and Laurel Atkin. That's right. That's right. Laurel Atkin, right? Aken <laughs> mm. So, Potato 5 and Laurel aken. <laughs> All righty, man. Well, we'll be back with you guys soon.
3: He's a real tasty geezer. He's grown his hair a bit, but he's smooth not too long. And he wears a baseball shirt with a number 17 on. He looks great in his big white basketball boots. He's stupid over football, and he looks me in the eye when he shoots. Reggae, 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 here comes Johnny Reggae. Johnny Reggae, reggae, lay it on me. Tone tonic strikes. He's a real taste geezer. I mean, it's here inside. Reggae, reggae, reggae. It comes Johnny reggae. Johnny reggae, reggae light on me.
4: Two by two, come follow me one by one I'm not in the position, but I'm willing to lend a hand To show the youth the righteous, powerful to Babylon Cut in this day and edge of pure
0: Listening to Beat Boy Radio, pride, style, and unity since 1969.
5: Rude boys and rude girls, this is Mr. Kingpin from Dallas, Texas, and you're listening
2: to Rock Steady Tonight.
1: And I think we got some Rock Steady that's going on tonight, man. So, that was a pretty fun set.
2: Definitely a fun set.
1: You uh, you want to tell us the first song we were listening to? <laughs>
2: well, the first song we were listening to fits right in with our name. It was uh, "Rock Steady Party" by uh, Potato Five and Laurel Aiken from the uh, "Last Train to Scarville, um album. I think there was some more words there, but I don't remember it all.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know.
2: That was a later album that he did with the Potato Five in the uh, late '80s, I believe. I'm not 100% certain on, on the uh, the timing of that. I just remember it coming out like a long time ago for us, but not so long ago in the grand scheme of things.
1: You know, when I uh, lived in Ottawa, I actually picked up a Potato 5 CD at the local record store for like four bucks. Never heard of them before. It wasn't a terrible investment.
2: No, that's, that's a pretty decent investment.
1: Yeah, I, I actually, I just found it too recently. So... uh
2: Oh, nice. <laughs> I'll, have
1: to, I'll have to dust it off and give it a listen.
2: Yeah, see how it aged to you. Yeah.
1: You know, it's funny because a lot of the UK stuff ages pretty well, but a lot of the ska punk that I used to listen to, it's kind of like a dog turd, you know?
2: Oh, it, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to argue that at all. Um, I used to listen to a fair amount of ska punk and some third wave stuff. And after a while, like um, there, there are third wave bands that are really good, and then there are those that basically sound like circus music.
1: <laughs> real good Pie Tasters Circus Music Real Big Fish
2: Oh Real Big Fish Just I, I'm, I'm refrain From what, saying What I really want To say about them Because I'm, we're not Allowed to curse um, But I do not Like that band One bit They are clowns They are clowns Beyond clowns
1: Yeah you didn't Like the whole uh, Nerdy ska kid Scene in the 90s Did you
2: I did not like The nerdy ska kid Scene at all um, I didn't like The joke of it I didn't like The like You know Just the not appreciating the actual, like, you know, foundations of the scene at all. All of a sudden, like, every kid from a high school band was had a ska band because they saw that uh, Real Big Fish video. And, like, they were all the same kind of goofy, uh, discordant circus music ska with the, that was just a joke.
1: With the, the floppy hair and the black brim glasses and the uh, Hawaiian shirts and the bowling shoes and the cords. Right,
2: Wearing their dad's clothes from the attic.
1: Yeah, I can I can get on board with that. Unfortunately, yeah. I was I was a victim of that because that was kind of my jumping in point. But uh, at least I was smart enough to work my way backwards and then throw away the life preserver once I knew how to swim.
2: Right. So like you know, for me, like it was mostly like I I a lot of the old like uh, two tone bands and like some bands like uh, the the Boss Tones and Operation Ivy and some of those bands were really good to me. Uh and then it just kinda of started getting ridiculous. Like there was a lot of like oh the Toasters. That was like one of like the seminal bands for me. Never known what ska was when I was younger. Got into that kind of stuff. But uh right. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just I just don't like that stuff. Uh some of that stuff anyway. Let's let's leave it at that.
1: <laughs> I got room for almost everything, but some of it is just they're turds, some of it. So uh yeah. Yeah. We'll leave it at that. So after the yeah. after the Potato Five we had uh the rudest boy of them all, Judge Dredd with ska fever. hmm Had uh, Johnny Reggae by the Moon Stompers, which you know, that kinda surprised me because I thought it was actually Johnny Reggae Rub Foundation song that I was listening to.
2: Oh, no, yeah, it's completely different. Uh, actually, I don't really know much about that band. It was just one of those things I stumbled across, and I was like, well, this is different.
1: Yeah, it looks like it's probably from like around uh, maybe the two tone era. You know? Perhaps,
2: I'm not sure. I, but, I, I'm not going to uh, put skin on that game.
1: <laughs> but you know still there there if it was there was not a lot of women in the ska game at that time so that makes it even cooler so and then uh we had the international beat was Sign of the times and you know every time we talk about the beat in this house it confuses the hell out of my son because there's the beat there's the international beat there's the english beat there's dave wakeling's beat he doesn't know which is which and when i tell him they're all the same he looks at me sideways like a dog
2: <laughs> yes yeah it's, it's very confusing um basically like for their american releases the beat had to become the english beat because it was already an american band with the name the beat um that i've never heard in my life because they probably are terrible um <laughs> probably. probably you know i just picture some like horrible like like 70s like you know dad rock band or something um yeah so like yeah so but yeah they start they a lot of name changes like evolutions of the band uh you had as most recently as a few years ago, you had Dave Wakeling with an English beat album, and then you had uh, Rankin Roger with a beat album out at the same at the same year. Right,
1: and that now is now his boy going to be driving. So that'll, yes. that'll be just as interesting, but it should be good. So I'm looking forward to that. And then uh, that set wrapped up with a couple of tunes by Roland Alfonso. First was uh, the Originals Orchestra. Featuring Roland Alfonso, that was ABC Rock Rocksteady. And mm-hmm. then uh, we closed right with Humpty Dumpty.
2: Yeah, that's always a fun tune. I, 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 I really dig the old school, like, uh, take a nursery rhyme and turn it into a reggae song.
1: Yeah, they they do it a lot better than Korn does it.
2: Oh, yeah, there's a band I could do without. You and me both.
1: I guess we should probably keep on rolling here. The sooner we get done, the sooner we can go watch Raw. Yeah. <laughs> so this next set of tunes is going to kick off with uh, what I consider to be the King of Sky, a little bit of uh, Desmond Decker here with uh, the song we used to sing on Rock Day Tonight.
5: We we
0: Listening to Boot Boy Radio, Pride, Style, and Unity since 1969. Boot Boy Radio, brought to you in association with Links Property Maintenance.co.uk. <laughs> For all things Trojan, from button-down shirts to classic tees, and knitwear, monkey jackets, Harrington's, and even parkas, it has to be ScarandSoul.com for the spirit of 69. And don't forget to mention Boot Boy Radio.
1: So I almost missed the mark on uh, the end of that set there. I was too busy enjoying the music.
2: Hey, that happens.
1: Yeah, it it happens way more often than I would care to admit. Yeah. (laughs) But that's all right. I mean, it's clearly an indication of good music, so. Absolutely. So that set of tunes kicked off with a little bit of Desmond Decker. That was uh, the song we used to sing. I I don't know, man. I call him the King of Ska. Would you think that, or would you,
2: uh... Yeah, no, I, I, I call him the King of Ska. I mean, like, he even had the song King of Ska.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of people that say that there's... You know Derek Morgan and Laurel, Laurel Akin, and uh, you know well,
2: Laurel Akin is the Godfather of Scott. Prince Thank Buster you. is the Prince of Scott, and and Derek Morgan is the Conqueror.
1: <laughs> I'm sure you've looked or you've seen one of them, like on a. Uh, the facebook pages you know when they start discussing this in oh yeah and it's like everyone has an opinion
2: so of course and you know there's all equally uh valid uh, options there uh for, from uh, those like old school guys of who is the uh you know top dog as it were but uh, for my money desmond decker's king of ska um Derek Morgan is still probably one of my all-time favorites. I, I count myself lucky that I've gotten to see him live.
1: That's pretty um, awesome.
2: Yeah. I mean, it, it was, wasn't was that long ago, um, but his voice is still good. His voice is golden.
1: That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I think the there, there's only two people that I would say could hold a flame to, to Desmond Decker, and that would be either Jimmy Cliff or Bob Marley. Even though Bob Marley is considerably different in, uh...
2: well, see, they they kind of come in later with the reggae style, though. Like Bob right. Marley uh, was in the Wailers, which had uh, a rock steady album, and uh, but he didn't really hit his stride until he went to the reggae sound,
1: right? Don't right? It, it, so, his, his rock steady I mean, stuff is solid. kind of same
2: with with Jimmy Cliff; like he really hit his stride with the the reggae sound more so than like the ska and rock steady.
1: I don't know, man. I, I think. Uh... Well, I guess it's, it depends where you would rank the harder they come. Whether it would be ska or, or reggae.
2: So to me, that's always a reggae tune.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it gets to be so so gray. So. Well,
2: yes, and I, I kind of feel you're, you're there. Um, a lot of it seems to be d- determined by like uh, the year, what year it came out, right? Exactly. Um, you know, like oh, ska's no longer going on. Now we're in rock steady. Um, you know, I've I've seen like you know tunes being referred to as uh, reggae. That were out in the sixties that uh wouldn't match up to what reggae is considered today, but was like, you know, that was like early reggae sound very, very close to uh Rocksteady and Scott in a lot of ways. Scott just had a little bit more of a uh frenetic beat, you know, a little faster, tends to deal with more like romantic, emotional things, and then reggae is where you start getting into social concerns.
1: And Rasta. <laughs>
2: Yes, and Ross eventually wove its way into that, but it wasn't originally uh, uh, predominantly uh, Ross to sound.
1: You, you know, I, I'm of the same mindset as you because that's kind of how I interpret it as well. So we could yeah. be we could we could be wrong in synchronicity.
2: Yeah, no, I, 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 you know what? Like years ago, before the internet was existing, and like you know, you only learn about things through word of mouth. Like someone originally told me that two tone ska the ska. Not just two tone, but ska itself was created out of punk and reggae meeting. That's what they fully believed. That that's the origin of ska to them. They had no concept (laughs) that ska existed well before those things. Oh boy, right. So and like, but that's they were talking like you know early '90s. Internet was just in its infancy. You know, you only learned about stuff through word of mouth. People handed you mixtapes. You barely knew what the hell you were doing yeah you know right I mean, unless you like you know even when you were in a scene like you were still getting like wrong information because you know people only knew about this stuff word of mouth uh it's a luxury today to be able to go onto the computer and google something and learn true enough anyway true enough my man but we also had in that set um austin faithful is that what that says austin faithful austin faithful I mean, I'm in a rocking mood. That was a new one to me. That's one of your picks. That was yeah, a good
1: tune. you know, I was I was turned on to a compilation earlier today. As a matter
2: of fact, called a
1: uh, Red Red Bomb Ball, and it was right. it was really awesome. I, I played through it a couple few times today while we we're out by the pool, and nice. uh, I said, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna spend some of this on today's show." So there's been a few tracks on today's show from that compilation, and there's a. Uh, Another one for sure that's going to be played, so. But, uh, yeah, I never knew who Austin Faithful was, but I dug the tune a lot, so I said, eh, let's put on there.
2: Absolutely. It was a good tune.
1: Then we had, what, uh, Derek Harriet? You Really Got yep. a Hold On Me.
2: And that was a uh, a uh, Jamaican-style uh, cover of an old Motown tune.
1: Man, you know, whenever I hear Motown, it makes me homesick Grown up right across from Detroit.
2: Yes, I can imagine so. <sighs> One day,
1: one day I'll make it back home. Hopefully, yeah. And then, uh, then we had Clancy Eccles with "What Will Your Mama Say." I, I like Clancy Eccles. I've been, I, I for life. We cannot find that album, the the Freedom Anthology, on vinyl, and I wish I could.
2: Oh yeah, a lot, a lot of stuff is hard to find on vinyl. It's just really like a, a crapshoot, you know. See what you can find. Um, I've, I've been lucky. I found some good stuff in the wild. Like I have, uh, the Derek Morgan, uh, moon record, original press from, uh, like the sixties. I found that on vinyl. You told me randomly that. At, at double, double Decker. Decker. Yeah. Bastard. Yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a good score though, man. That's, that's of being jealous of. And then, uh, what do we have? We have the Conquerors with Lonely Street and we wrapped it up with, uh, Bob Andy and Marsha Griffiths doing always together, which I think is a good one to close that set out with. So I guess with us uh, running low on time here, we should probably just jump into some music. But I guess before we should do that, we should mention our social media. Got the Instagram, got Facebook and Twitter. I don't know, man. Do you do much on Twitter, Rick? Do you do you hate Twitter as much as I do?
2: I do not use Twitter. I have nothing to say on Twitter, and I really don't want to see what other people say. I figure if it's important enough on Twitter, it'll eventually show up in the other forms of social media.
1: Yeah, I, I got it. I think I, I tried to set it up so Facebook will just post to Twitter just because yeah. just I know there's people that only use Twitter and they don't like Facebook. And I can't say that I blame them because it's pretty much a haven for narcissists. But uh, whatever, it's there and it yeah. helps, helps us promote our show. So I'll use it. But uh, if you want to find us on either of those, any of those platforms, just look up Rock Study Tonight. And if you like videos, you can go to the YouTube channel. That is Rock Study Tonight Podcast. And of course, if you go to rockstudytonight.com, you will find our joint shows up there. Now that we're doing one a week, they will definitely be posted up there as they air on Boo Boy Radio. Now with that out of the way, we can jump into some more tunes here. Because why not? So this this next tune, Jeff claims is the death knell. He says every time he plays it, people Turn off Boo Boy Radio. Really? Yep. So we're gonna we're gonna test that theory. (laughs) (laughs) All right. If you don't like the song though, come back in two minutes and twenty nine seconds. It'll be over. But if you do like the upsetters, well, then maybe you'll like the return of Django.
5: To be, got to be a rock steady night.
4: Yeah, got to be rock steady tonight. Got to be. Yo, this is coolie ranks of pilfers. I'm shouting out rock steady tonight. Yes, rock steady tonight and any other night. Road boy.
6: You're
0: listening to Big Boy Radio, Pride, Style, and Unity since 1969.
1: Well that was a short one, but it was a good one. Kicked it off with a little bit of the upsetters. The return of Django.
2: I don't care what anyone says. I like that song.
1: I do too. Just like the one after that, the Harry J All Stars. Love me some Harry J All Stars.
2: I threw that on there because Liquidator, Chelsea.
1: Are we talking football?
2: We are talking football. Aha. Premier League.
1: Yes. I can't say anything about Chelsea. I used to root for Man U, so
2: Oh man. Uh I guess we could still be friends.
1: Yeah, yeah. A buddy of mine out in California—he's a fan of Man City. So. uh
2: Oh yeah, that—that's a—that's your rival there.
1: Yeah, we, we'd always have digs at one another. I—I I never really realized forever that they were rivals. You know, I was like, "Oh, you're a Manchester fan." Me too. And uh w- w- once he found out who—who who I was talking about, he had nothing but kind words to say to me.
2: I imagine. They—they <laughs> um, they used to be a bad, bad, bad team. Uh, but then they got some money. And uh, they've been performing pretty well.
1: Who's that? Man City or Man U
2: City? Aha. Man, Man, Man U was a powerhouse for years. The manager left, long-term time manager, and they kind of fell apart. And are trying to rebuild.
1: Yeah, from, from what I've been seeing, they aren't doing too bad.
2: Uh, yeah, they they hit or miss. They, they had a better season this 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 time. Last year, not so much.
1: So uh, yeah, that Harry J All Star tune though—that was Liquidator, which is probably what I was at that time was a Liquidator. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then uh, we ran it out the set with Gene Rondo, and uh, name of that song was "Then You Can Tell Me Goodbye." But uh, speaking of which, I, I guess I guess it's the end, man.
2: It is the end. Let's let's uh, slap this last tune in and say good night to everybody.
1: Yeah, we got the uh, one last tune for you. It's uh, another track by Roland Alfonso.
2: No, and it's off that same comp that you were talking about, right?
1: Yeah, Red Bum Ball. It's a good album. I I, I was just looking at it on Discogs. I can order it from Great Britain, but it's like uh, 30 bucks. And, Plus shipping. But it would be worth it. I think there's like 40 tracks on there.
2: Oh, wow. Nice.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a heavy one. But uh, anyways, so this tune is a hop special, a whiter shade of pale. Makes me want to have a beer, too. So maybe I will do that after we wrap this up and uh, turn on some wrestling. So, everybody, until next Sunday, you take care of yourselves. You take care of one another. You only get one trip on this rock, so don't be a dick. And uh, we will catch you all again next Sunday. Until then, this is Phil and Rick wishing you well. Stay rude, everybody.